everybody. John Fent here, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. Today, talking about the, the title of House Church, colon, not about politics. There is a spirit uh, from the world that is creeping into some relationships in House Church, certainly in the body of Christ in general, but especially we're even seeing it in House Church. And this is specifically for American and Western uh, Christians who are really wrapped up in the past U.S. election between Trump and Biden. And I just want to say a, a precedent here in Scripture, and let me set the, let me get everything set here. First, let, let me talk about this for a minute. In any of the letters of the New Testament, uh, I'm talking from Romans all the way through the book of Revelation, do you see any teaching taught at all about the political climate of the day? And the answer would be no. When Paul's writing to those in Rome, which is where Caesar was, yet he didn't address anything about politics or Caesar at all in his letter to the Romans. Uh, when when Paul wrote to the Corinthians, uh, did he write anything in there about what was going on? First uh, Peter, in First Peter, Peter wrote about persecution 15 times the word suffering is used. And most of those times, with the exception of a couple times, is all about suffering persecution for the Lord. But it's not a commentary on, on who is Caesar and who, you know, the scheming that's going on in the Roman Senate or anything like that. This is a word of caution to house churches to, to, and this includes Zoom groups, Skype groups, uh, you know, po uh, social media groups, however you meet in person or, or electronically. Uh, this is a word of caution. Don't let the spirit that is in the world violate the sanctity and the holiness of the gathering together of the saints who should be about Christ in you, the hope of glory. In the same way we would leave controversial doctrines at the door so that they not enter into the discussion, which is in a house church meeting, it's about the discipleship process. The same way we'd leave those things at the door to talk about what is Christ doing in you, the same goes with politics. You know, when Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 14, 26, how is it, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, which has to do with worship and prayer, a doctrine, which is a teaching, a revelation, or tongues and interpretation. In other words, the gifts of the Spirit operate. He did not include that in that list, a, a talk of politics of the day or anything else. It was all about teaching. It's understood within the context of a psalm, which is focused on God, revelation, which is focused on God, teaching, which is focused on God, tongues and interpretation. It's all about God. It's not about politics. It's not about pet doctrines. It's about what God is doing in me today and leave the rest at the door. Um, get back to my point. Um, in Paul's specific letters to the two, to Timothy, to Titus, to Philemon, um, do you see anywhere in there where Paul, who could have addressed the persecution uh, that he experienced in Acts chapter 19, where he was forced out of the city, did he, when he's writing to Timothy in Ephesus, does he at any time mention any of that, or even the politics in general? No, he does not. Uh, when when he's writing to Titus, does he mention anything in there about the Roman government? No, he does not. Uh, all the letters, all the way through the next, through first, second, third John, the book of uh, Revelation, there's not specifically about things going on right then and there. Book of Revelation being uh, future events, it's we're told in Revelation one one. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's why I call the book the Revelation. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God has given to him to show to the saints, which must happen in the future. It's about the future. It's not even about the current things going on at that time. 
So this word is, is this general uh, statement to understand. Politics has no place in a house church meeting. You can talk about it briefly because it's, you know, you can imagine in, in Paul's time, you can imagine them meeting and say, oh, you know, where are the where are the Johnsons today? Oh, you know, they they were hauled off to jail for being a Christian. You know, you, that's going to enter in. You get that. But it should, but you do not do, divide fellowship. You do not uh, select who you fellowship with based on political beliefs or affiliation. What I'm hearing about in the body of Christ as a whole, in the auditorium church, house church, what I'm hearing much to the the sadness and the grievance of the Holy Spirit and the sadness of the Lord is this. We have Christians who are separating themselves one from another based on whether they are for Trump or against Trump, for Biden or against Biden, or just neutral. In, in fact, uh, there are people who are separating, saying, if you don't believe what I believe politically, then I can't fellowship with you. What arrogance, what sin, what deception, self-deception is that, folks? You see, Paul wrote in, in Romans chapter 16, verses, what is it, about 14 or so, he said, mark those who cause divisions and strife and, and, and cause others to pull, be pulled away and avoid those people. What's the basis for separating? Divisions and strife. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, he talks about people continuing in a lifestyle of sexual perversion and, and sin with no intention of growing and developing as a, as, a, as a believer in the Lord. And what does Paul say? You don't have fellowship with them. You don't hang out with them. That's on the basis of the sin in their life. And nowhere does he say anything about uh, when he's listing the list of sins there in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, does he say something about party affiliation or whether you believe that this Roman senator is, is of God or this Caesar, uh, the doings in Caesar's household are of God or not? There's nothing political in there. It's all about one's walk with God. So Christians need to grow up and, and realize that you need to leave doctrine at the, at the door and, and let it go. Let it go at that and focus on Christ in you, the hope of glory. Perceive the grace in one another. And if a person cannot do that, if they are so wrapped up uh, in, say, the politics or whatever the case is, and they or their own doctrine, that they can't fellowship with one another based on Christ in each other and what the Lord is doing in each other, then that's an indicator that they have tied their identity not to Christ, but to a political affiliation. You understand what I'm saying? If they can't fellowship with you because you're not on the same page uh, politically as them, that tells you that they have switched their identity from identifying themselves in Christ to identifying themselves uh, in Christ attached to a political party or political point of view. That is sad. That is self-deception. Do you see any of that in the New Testament? Do you see anybody? In fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul chides them because some of them are saying, I, I follow Paul or I follow Apollos. And he says, you are acting like mere babies. He said, you're even acting like you're not even born again. In fact, he tells them, he says, I, you guys can't even handle the milk I'm giving you. You should be eating steak by now. But, but you're acting like you're not even born again. And he said, this is wood, hay, and stubble. It's going to be burned away on the day of judgment if you hold on to these the rest of your life. And it's causing divisions among you. And Paul told them to grow up. And that's what this word is here today, folks. Grow up. If you have been one of those and you have been so wrapped up in what is happening in the U.S., I'm talking about in particular, and, and you throw in Canada for, for that and, and for those who are following American politics, no matter what nation you live in, um, but if you are basing the fellowship or unfellowshipping, defellowshipping, de unfriending, defriending, whatever the case is, uh, based on how a person feels 
politically, you are the one who has changed your identity as identifying with Christ to rather identifying yourself with a political party, and that's sad. And 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 so anyway, this word I'm just telling you, it's out there. It's a spirit, people. That's why it's got people so hard. People people wonder why can't I talk to these people? What can we do about it? It's a spirit. They have given themselves over to a spirit, thinking that they are so righteous. But what goes with the spirit? Arrogance, um, uh, unapproachability, and inability to to talk logically, and inability to discuss things without bringing emotional. Uh, personal attacks into it, that is a sign that there's a spirit attached to it. It's not just their reasoning. A person of normal reasoning abilities and methods uh, doesn't uh, separate out because they know they can exchange ideas but still disagree, but not attack them as a person and still go to coffee or have lunch with them. Um, you know, if you've ever seen been around the legal profession, you'll know two lawyers can be on opposite sides during a court case and then go out and have lunch together because it's just a court case, that's it. And Christians ought to be at least that that good to each other, you know. And yet here we are, we've got people who are, and, and the reason they can't talk, they can't look at logically, they have no understanding of, of the political processes. They, they um, take these alternative things and they, and they, they say, okay, if you don't agree with me, then I can't fellowship with you. Folks, it's a spirit that's attached themselves to it. And they, they've let the spirit of the world in there. And it's sad. And I'm telling you prophetically, I'm telling you what this is about. It takes repentance and it takes renouncing that to come back to an identity in Christ, not an identity with a doctrine or with a political party. So just a word of exhortation here, about 10 minutes just for food to think about. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's who we should identify with. All right, God bless. 